0: Downey Jr. stands in a room full of reporters. He's dressed in a sharp suit. He's playing a little loved Marvel character named Tony Stark. He's sparring with a reporter and he tells her that she can't make wild accusations like calling him a superhero. I never said you were a superhero, she says. You didn't? He asks and visibly deflates for a second before continuing, well, good, because that would be outlandish and, um, fantastic. Truth is... I am Iron Man. Iron Man broke out onto the scene in 2008, pulling Marvel out of its financial funk and cementing a new, gigantic way to make films. It was an unlikely hit about one of the few characters Marvel still owned the film rights to, and it changed everything about the way franchises were thought of in a way not seen since Harry Potter. Co-producer and current executive vice president of physical production, Victoria Alonso, an openly gay woman from Argentina has been there from the beginning. Alonzo was born December 22nd, 1965, in Buenos Aires. She went to school for theater and psychology, but when she made the move to Hollywood, found out it wasn't quite what she imagined. In an interview with Hello Sunshine, she said, I realized going into theater wasn't going to provide a life and career I could afford. Also, I was going to auditions and people would say, you're to this, you're to that. And I realized that it was the producers who made the decisions. So that's what I'm going to do. Score one for Hollywood's inability to see the gift they had in front of them, I guess? Because Alonso went on to do some pretty outstanding things. She got her start as a production assistant, a position she took on while also working several other jobs. She knew she couldn't pass up the opportunity, so she began working for legendary producers Ridley and Tony Scott at RSA. At first, she worked on commercials and a few films, That gave her enough experience and clout to move on to a company called Digital Domain. What was supposed to be a two-week stint ended up lasting four years. Alonso went in with confidence, despite not necessarily having the background for the job. She said, slowly but surely, I kept doing more and they let me do everything that nobody knew because there was no ego about it. She spent eight more years traveling the world and working in visual effects production, After one last big production, working for her old boss, Ridley Scott, Alonso decided that she needed a little less travel and a little more stability. Then she met someone who would become one third of the most significant partnership of her life. It was 2005. Superhero movies were being defined by darkness and angst and gravel voices, and were being created by studios with no ties to the comic book industry. But then three people got together in a room and everything changed Lou Despacito, Kevin Feige, and Victoria Alonso are the three constants of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was Despacito who brought Alonso on to Iron Man in 2008. When she met about the job, she had no idea what she was getting into. I went to their office in Beverly Hills and I'm in the elevator with John Favreau going up and I have no idea that he's our director because I don't know that we're doing Iron Man, she said. Iron Man earned Victoria her first co-producing credit and it truly began a new wave of what mass cinematic storytelling could be. Within four years, Alonso had three more Marvel movies under her belt as co-producer, but it was 2012's ambitious Avengers that brought on her first executive producer credit. In 2013, she said to HispanicExecutive.com, that was the biggest story we've done to date, as well as our riskiest. We had to make sure that everyone got to tell as much of their storyline as possible so that the fans felt that they had their fill from each of the characters they love most. Alonso had a knack for story and how all the pieces of filmmaking contributed to it. She touches everything from editing to music to marketing. She cites her instincts as being strong, but she's also incredibly self-aware. Again, to Hello Sunshine, she said, I have learned over the years that when it comes to story, when it comes to score, I do need more time to understand the thread far longer than I do when it comes to visuals or sound. If I'm in the edit bay, it takes me a little longer to thread point A, B, and C all together, where if we're looking at images, I'm very quick to say, the balance of those colors is cringing for me, or the shape of that ship looks like an egg. Or, if I'm in sound, it's very easy for me to say, no, 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 no. It shouldn't be the cutting sound of a knife. It should be the sliding sound of water on cement. That self-awareness extends to her position and what she represents at Marvel Studios, as she explained to the BBC. I think if you're a woman, it's very difficult to not be aware that you are a minority anywhere. Although we are 51% of the population, somehow we seem to be um, outside of many rooms. And... In filmmaking, is very, very clear, uh, uh, whether it was on set or in post-production or in pre-production. It's, I, I consistently was one of the very few, if not the only, woman in the room. Despite being one-third of the creatives who helmed the MCU, Victoria is a vocal critic of the studio's slow embrace of traditionally marginalized communities. I think we haven't represented the Latin community in general, Alonso continued, speaking to the BBC. I think that's something we have to do better. I'm Latin, I can tell you that I'm longing for that. The gay community has not been represented whatsoever. I'm gay, so I can tell you that I would long for that. I think we haven't represented the Asian community well. I think we've had some representation, but it's minimal and we would like to represent that in a big way." And speaking to Hello Sunshine about female voices, she said, "'They're captured seldomly, slowly and consistently. We've had a progression from having one female character to more from having one white female character to black, Asian, Hispanic. We've had a chance to slowly pepper our diversity consistently, but it's not to the parody that I wish we had with the male characters." In 2015, after the release of 11 Marvel movies under her watch, Alonso was promoted to Executive Vice President of Physical Production, one of the few women to hold the position. She acts as a mentor for women coming up in the business and makes sure to support women in her field. In an interview with vivaveltoro.com she said, the strength is in being who you are, hands down. That's what makes you different. That's what you bring to the table. But when you go to that table, you sit at that table, not on the side, not behind. You sit at the table and own it. That's it. I own it every time I sit at that table. I don't make an apology for being there. If I'm at the table, that means somebody decided I should be here. So I am here that's what they do. On the Captain Marvel red carpet with Screenslam in 2019, Alonso highlighted the importance of having a film to represent women. I think the most important thing for young women and little girls out there is to there was realize uh, that finally there is a movie that represents them, that represents years, them refining. well that Uh, empowers them, and that the voice they have within is the most important tool they have. So, you know, being on something… In 2018, after over a decade of working at Marvel Studios, the Hollywood Professional Association awarded Victoria Alonso with the Charles S. Swartz Award for her quote, significant impact across diverse aspects of the industry. On March 8th, 2019, Marvel's first female-fronted movie finally released to the big screen. Captain Marvel made an historic $153 million in the US and $455 million worldwide its first weekend, becoming the sixth biggest opening of all time, much to the chagrin of some very sad and lonely haters. According to The Hollywood Reporter, it's the biggest opening ever for a female-led film, and the second largest opening for a superhero movie, period, behind only Infinity War. Alonso attended the cast and crew screenings, and a fun fangirls fact for you is that she introduces the film and conducts the audience in a joint sing-along of the goodbye song, something that she's said to do at all screenings because she's fun like that. There's not one thing about Captain Marvel that didn't appeal to me, Victoria said, standing on the red carpet. I've been wanting to make this movie for a long time, To have done this movie and Black Panther are two pillars for my daughter as a legacy. This is a movie that for me, I'm on my 23rd Marvel movie, is a dream come true. This is a dream come true. As a mom, as a woman, as a fighter, it is a dream come true. We salute you, Victoria Alonso, for getting us here. Here's to so many more stories getting told under your watch. I say to all the girls out there, you're going to get knocked down. This is what happens. It happens to all of us. You get up. Get up and go get it. Forgotten Women of Genre is a production of Sci-Fi Wire Fangirls. Today's episode was written and read by Preeti Chibber and produced by Cher Martinetti. You can find the script of this episode and much more at scififangirls.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sci Fi Fangirls. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, What is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.